It's time for your positive dose of mystery and intrigue. I believe there's a hero in all of us. You have great powers, only some of which you have yet discovered. I'm a superhero, my A real life superhero. The world needs extraordinary. We will make you a superhero. Are you ready to become a hero? Initiating surprise in three. This two is one. The Real Brian Show. You know, it's kind of like Christmas morning when you're getting ready to go and unwrap presents and you have absolutely no idea what's coming, but you're excited for the surprise that's coming. That's kind of like a night out with my fantastic co-host, Captain Influence, you know? You won't remember anything the next day. But more importantly is that that's what this show is like. There's so much to nerd out on, and uh, we're going to have some fun today. That's white privilege. Whoa. And we have that? You sure do. I see. Whoa. I never realized this stuff. Uh, yeah, you've really opened up my eyes. Well, I'm glad we've been able to enlighten you. The real question is, do you think you'll be acting differently from now on? Uh, I guarantee it. Yeah, yeah, yeah me too, yeah. Step aside, please. We have white privilege. Let's rock it! <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe oh, I just man. played that. <laughs> oh, I, I loved it. I loved oh it. Oh, my more. gosh. That's so awesome. That was one of the best parts of that movie, by the way, when they made fun oh, of Oh, yeah. Them, them having white privilege. It was really good. That youth pastor said that we'd end up in jail someday. We finally made it. The system works, Beavis. <laughs> that... The lady who was talking to them, her voice, did you recognize her voice? No, it sounded so familiar to me, but I couldn't place it. She's, she's the lady who is in uh, Star Trek Discovery. Uh, she's that very deadpan engineer engineer lady oh. who works alongside. Um, oh! What's his name? Yeah. Oh, yes. I know who you're talking about. I, I, yeah. yeah. Like, I can see her face. I, you know what's funny is I'd never seen her before Star Trek Discovery. So I didn't know where she came from or anything like that. But yes, that's her. Yeah, I'd, oh, I'd seen her before, funny. and she's done other voiceovers recently, too, and I, I forget where I also heard her at, since I saw that Beavis about that movie. So I've, I've heard her voice in another something. So, uh, yeah. yeah so. You know something I've always appreciated about Beavis and Butthead, or let's just say Mike Judge in general, is that he'll take a situation like, okay, well, first of all, they, they were talking about how, you know, with white privilege, you can't get in trouble by the police, you know. And they get arrested and they go to jail. So it's kind of like, yeah, it does happen. But it was it was really funny because, you know, it's like, hey, well, the youth pastor said we'd go to jail. We finally made it. <laughs> Wait, what? The system works. No, that's not. But I love how he thinks like that with everything in life. It's always like the opposite of what you're supposed to think. Uh, and yes. he really does a good job with his comedies. I mean, some of them are incredibly inappropriate, but they're hilarious. Mike Judge is a bit of a genius, actually, uh, especially when it comes to social commentary. But um, yeah. he's uh, he's irreverent, and I love Very irreverence. Much. Yeah, a lot. Yeah. yeah. Oh, speaking More of irreverence, ever. I've I've started Umbrella Academy season three. Oh, okay. And it is you know not as irreverent as a Mike Judge film, or you know as much as as Peacemaker. But there are aspects of irreverence in it that I think you would absolutely love. It's a fantastic, I'm only, what, three episodes in? Great season so far. I'm hooked. It's awesome. And so far, no monkeys or chimpanzees or apes. <laughs> that was my next question. <laughs> so you are good to go. 
You know, I think I'm going to start watching season one. Uh, I think you'd like it. Because you, you, you said that some of the listeners were saying, I think you'd like it, you know, oh, yeah. whatever. Uh, I, your, I think they're probably show. right. Um, I just have to get through Breaking Bad. And um, oh. yeah, that's how far behind I am. And um, then I'll be ready to community. watch something new. So yeah, you're still on Community. Yeah, I'm still watching Community. Yeah, I'm yeah. almost through season three. Or no, I'm, I'm, I'm well into season four. Yes. Yeah. So awesome. And I love it so far. Even though even though uh, Dan Harmon was gone for that season. Yep. It's it's it's, it's Troy Nobbit. Troy Nobbit in the morning. It's not as it's not as bad as I was worried it would be at all. It's in fact it's I, I yeah. can't even say that honestly. It's not as bad. Not as bad as wrong. It's it's actually really good. It seems yeah, like just yeah. a continuation. So they've done a nice I'm job really with happy. it. Yeah. yeah, great show. I wish they'd come back. They were always going to oh. do what is it? Six seasons of and a movie was their hashtag. Oh, really? they never did the movie. I don't know whatever happened, but they've got to come back for something at least. I mean, if they could do a movie, that would be incredible. But just a know. reunion show, please. Yeah, do something. A it's show. it's a good show that needs. There are a lot of shows that I'd say don't come back. This is one of those that if they could round everybody up, though, everybody, Donald Glover, Chevy Chase, everybody, then it would be a great reunion. Yes, it'd be great. Hey, uh, yeah. I, w- I want to say a couple happy birthdays here. First of all, happy birthday to Lord Thunder this week. It was I, there's a lot of birthdays that I know oh, I'm missing, no. but I wanted to at least bring the thunder and say happy birthday to him. He's getting old, and then of course, happy birthday to your dear wife. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which was the light what, of Wednesday? my life is. Uh, I'm not going to say how old she is, but it's well, her birthday uh, today. 29. So, oh well. All right then. Yeah. Booyah, dude. Well, happy birthday to both of you. And also, I want to say a huge thank you to. Ed, um, Captain Hammerpants, for buying me a coffee, by the way, and supporting the keyboard fund and everything yeah, else. We got together the other day. It was great. This is a, okay. Rarities where you can actually get together in person with somebody. This right. was one of those, and it was wonderful. Especially a listener, yeah. Yeah, we got together. We hung out, and he uh, he bought me a coffee. We chatted. He gave some. By the way, another huge thank you to Captain and Captain Hammerpants. That is not Captain yeah. Influence. By the way, right. you know, for those of you who are like, what the. Radio names, people. We do radio names here, just in case you're kind of like, I have never been a part of the Real Brian show before. I don't know what's going on. I'm the Real Brian. Captain Influence is the co-host. You know, hi. Also, thank you to Captain Hammerpants and also many of you who sat, took the time, by the way, to sit down and talk with me. And most of us got a chance to actually talk either over the phone or on video, which was so cool because there were, I was thinking about this, there were a number of you that I've only ever really had conversations with over some kind of text or another. So it was really, really cool to actually hear your voices, see your faces, that kind of thing. We had some wonderful conversations, Captain Influence, that is. Um, we got to, I mean, first of all, it was just so neat. It's interesting. Like I, I reached out with, I have some questions. We want some feedback. But the best part, I walked away. I was like, that was just so cool. That was so much fun. And I really enjoyed just hanging out with the people. Like the, the answers that I got were fantastic. It was very encouraging, very inspiring. I would say, which I haven't even shared them with you yet. Not all of them. No. So you'll hear some of them. But the reality is, is just the the hangout time, I think, was the best part for me. And there's still more coming. So thank you very much, guys. Most appreciated. Most appreciated. Now, Captain Influence, you and I got a chance to hang out with my cousins. And I know you've had a a brief opportunity to do that in the past, but this was a little bit longer. You had more time. This happened on, let's see, Sunday, right? Hasn't it been? Has it been that long already? Yes, it was Sunday. Sunday evening. I got to tell you, dude. Well, first of all, I want to hear what, what you thought of it. Did, did you enjoy uh, it as much as I rave on about all the time on the show? It was a lot of fun. Yeah. You know, it, it, and those of you out there, how much fun can it be to play video games with a bunch of kids? It can be a lot of fun. Let me tell you that. <laughs> uh, it was just, yeah. it was kind of chaos, but fun chaos. 
and you know they're all good players so you're not like uh yeah you know you're not you know you don't feel like you're dragging people along with you or doing it gratuitously it was a lot of fun it was really engaging they're all good kids uh they they play really well Mm -hmm. i mean dude i had a great time emmy the i want to do it again emmy the eight-year-old destroyed each and every one of us and believe me like we weren't holding back but she was on fire no i wasn't holding back at all no i was like (laughs) how is she doing this i mean we're all just like this is insane she's she was getting all high score most of the time and it was crazy yeah so yeah when you say they're good gamers like you're not kidding they are actually how many future times drone, future drone pilots? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> I, I appreciated the, uh, the fact that you got to hang out and all that and you get to experience yeah. it too. Cause it is a lot of fun and it, you're right. There's, there's a lot of noise and I, you know, there's some, I guess it's organized chaos. It's fun, yeah. organized chaos, you know, but, but that's kind of the whole point too. That, that's exactly. how our Wednesday nights are with yeah. our guys, yep. you know? So yep. I got to tell you though, I, I think I was laughing so hard. I mean, yeah, probably gotta- more than I've laughed in a long time. You've got a good story to tell on this, on that night. Yeah. There's a couple stories that go into this and like, I got to say, first of all, I don't think I've had this much fun in a long time. I mean, I've had a lot of fun, you know, recently, but this was one of those, you walk out of there and you're just like, okay, wow. I I, apparently I needed that because like my chest hurts from laughing so hard. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I think we both came out of that feeling good. So yeah, yeah, that was really cool. I want to do it again. So could you please organize that? Maybe next, maybe this coming Sunday, maybe, or yeah, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Okay. Let's try this. I'm going to, so I've got two stories to share on this one. And of course, Captain, you're a part of this one. So I'll let you be a part yeah. of this. The other one you missed out on. And I was so bummed. Oh, but wait. Okay. Yeah. You had just logged off. And, and so we. Oh, I thought you logged too. Well, I was getting ready to. And then I ended up hanging out and chatting with them for a few minutes oh, afterwards, okay. you know, outside of the gaming. And oh my gosh. But okay. So the, the point, this was interesting. And, and I know that many of you are not gamers, but I want you to understand the incredible creativity that comes around Sometimes like it doesn't even matter about the game. In fact, it was so funny. They're like, which game do you want to play? Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I don't care as long as we're hanging out. But what was really funny was we're playing Battlefront and there's Star these, Wars. Yeah. Star Wars Battlefront. You know, th- there's these emotes that you can do in in most games. And so you want to do like a, a high five or a, a wave or sorry, that was like I'm waving as I'm high fiving. But you know what I mean? <laughs> you can do that if you want, um, you know, and then you do it to each other and that kind of thing. Well, when uh, Clara and I were playing, it's been a few weeks ago, I, I tried fist bumping her and she's like, I don't have that one. And I was like, why not? And, you know, well, she, I don't know, she didn't find it. So then she tells me on Sunday, I finally got the fist bump. We need to fist bump the next time we're on the same team. And then we were never on the same team. So then she goes, forget this. Let's just fist bump anyway. We're enemies, but who cares? And I'm like, how's this going <laughs> to work? Don't shoot me. You're, you're going to shoot me. So then it turned into this. Okay, no, no, don't shoot me. Okay. So we get close to it. No, 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 don't shoot. Don't shoot. Okay. I'm not going to shoot you. And then we, you know, we tried the fist bump and it didn't work. And then we got shot anyway. And I'm like, no, no, no guys. Yeah. So what it started into was that you, whoever was on my team would follow me as I was trying yep. to find Clara. It was mixing it around, but for whatever right. reason, Clara and I were never on the same team. And so, yeah, everybody would follow whoever whoever's team they were on so they could find the other person trying to fist bump essentially is what was going on. And so, and the other and so, problem is that, you know, especially when, when you're, when you're looking at, you know, Imperials and stormtroopers, they all look the same and you can't see who it is until you get too close. Yeah. So the I'm names like, are really small. Yeah. yeah. Should I shoot? Should I shoot? Should I, Oh dang it. That wasn't, and I'm dead, you know, or I, yeah. you know, get trigger happy and I ended up killing Claire and I'm like, she's like, no, we're trying to fist bump. Dang it. So it turned into this, that, which was chaotic this crazy back and forth of, you know, are we actually going to achieve this or not? And everybody yeah. was killing us and killing each other. And we're like, stop it. We're trying to fist bump. 
Yeah, and it became a it became a thing. Us trying to kill you, kill yep. her before you could fist bump her, and vice versa. So it became a game mode within a game yeah. mode, which was really fun. So it was kind of like, can two enemies fist bump without the others <laughs> killing you first? And I'm like, this is actually kind of a fun game mode. I got to tell you, as the one, it's almost like capture the flag kind of, because as the one trying to fist bump, the adrenaline was so high. I mean, it's just like, <laughs> oh my gosh, they're I'm getting ganged up on, you know, and then um. I guess later, Paul, who, who's the dad and everything, you know, he's my cousin. So he, he was just like, oh, my gosh, this is so funny watching two enemies. He's like, Brian and Claire are running side by side as enemies <laughs> trying to get away from everyone else. He's like, you don't see this in video games. You know? Anyway. So just so, and then so then you finally find a nook out of the way where we, we can't a nice see hiding spot. each other. Yeah. And you guys like fist bump like how many times in a row? Oh, at least seven or eight times and kept doing it. We're like, oh, that didn't work. Let's try it again. And we finally got some on video and. Yeah, at that and then of course that was our last game and it was it was awesome but I was like that was a fun game mode. So th- thank you to the creativity of someone who still has creativity. So remember this, as you age and get older, don't lose your creativity because that was some of the most fun I've had in a long time because we're we're go. creating something that didn't exist. I love the imagination. It was wonderful. Yeah. So using a mode, using a mode that uh doing something within a game mode that was not meant to Yeah. happen. So yeah. The other thing I, I, you know, I just realized right now, I'm having like these light changes. If you're watching on video, you're probably noticing that my light pulses and it kind of gets brighter and darker. If you're not watching on video, you have no idea what's going on, but it's like I have these bright moments and then I get dim. Oh, see, right now it's a bright moment. This is all to the fact that I need to figure out manual camera settings. Just FYI, I will, oh. I will learn that. Because right now it's on auto yeah, adjust an, or whatever. I don't know what yeah. I'm doing with it. So I'm. Oh wow. <laughs> more to research. Well, the other thing I was going to say was we were we were joking at the very end of the night after you logged off, Captain. And so we were, for whatever reason, something about flying on a plane got brought up, and I was going to. I've got two ideas now. I've never done this yet. I'm going to do this now. I swear I'm going to do this. I'm going to walk up when the flight attendant walks by and says, "Hi, how are you today?" I'm going to be like, "Hello," and that's it. <laughs> and then I'm going to turn away. That's the first one. And the second one was that as long as the flight attendant is standing near me when they're demonstrating the seatbelt, I'm going to extremely loudly be like, no way, that's how it works. I've been doing it all wrong. And to like freak out and be like, I was tying it together this whole time. And then sit there and be like, click, unclick, click, unclick, click. And, you know, just keep doing it. Yeah. While Everyone can idea. see me cringing while you're describing <laughs> that. Sir, we're going to have to escort you off the plane. <laughs> Oh, come on. That's funny. So I'm going to do that one. And then the other thing that we were chatting about was when we actually go to visit them, they were talking about, you know, we can't wait to see you someday, blah, 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 blah. You know, and I said, yeah. And then it was like, when you drive up, you know, we're going to be running out to your car. And I said, I'm starting to get a little alarmed here because I'm going to like get out of my car. I'm going to open the door. I'm going to be like, hi. And then I'm going to be tackled. Yeah. With the cousins. And, and then Clara was like, forget that. I'm going to like jump head first through your pa- your, your driver's side window. <laughs> and I'm like, so, you know, I'm imagining this windows down. Hey everybody flying leap. She comes in, lands, hits her head on the steering wheel. And there's just feet hanging out and blood. Awesome. Just a little so, blood. No one's hurt. But yeah. She could get a gash on her forehead doing that. Yeah. It could be quite amazing. I, I talked to the mad scientist, by the way, who, you know, is a doctor and he said, I'm going to write you a doctor's note so that we can preemptively you know, have the hospital waiting for you when you do show up. So (laughs) anyway, it went on and on and on, but it was just, it turned into this like laugh fest of just hilarious stories and other things. And so just going, you know, going to the, the joy, cause I got to tell you, captain, that Sunday was a really tough day for me this last week. 
Um, I was not in a good place. I was not in a good mood, you know? And I was like, uh, I don't know if I should game with these guys right now. Cause I don't want to bring them down or anything. You know, I don't want them to know about it, uh, but yeah. it was just one of those days. And I was like, I'm just going to do it. You know, I'm going to do it. I'm going to kind of fight through it. And I'm just going to, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to say anything. And then it's like magic, literally the magic of the cousins. We're going to call it that. Yeah. And all of a sudden, you know, it was the hardest I've laughed and some of the most fun I've had in a long time. And it's just like, you know, you kind of need those moments that when you're in a, in a tough place, sometimes people you love need to be present in your, in your life rather than isolating. Right. That's, that's what yeah. I took away from that. So I was asking Emmy, she was, she was making pancakes or whatever. And I said, well, are they frog leg pancakes or something? She's like, ew, gross. That's disgusting. You know? And I was like, you know, I kind of, so on, on Sunday I was like, you know, something frog. Oh, she had sandwich. Uh, they were eating a sandwiches or whatever. I said, are they frog leg sandwiches? And she's like, stop with the frog legs. It's disgusting or something like that. And I was like, I want to try them. And she's like, I, I said, Emmy, will you try them with me? Come on, we'll do this. This will be really fun. I've never had them before. And then you said, Captain. Frog legs taste like chicken. It's you've true. You've had them. I didn't even yeah. know you'd had frog legs. Yeah. It tasted like chicken. And I'd heard they taste like chicken, but it really does. It just, it doesn't taste much different. So. Did you eat the, the flippers and everything too? No, just the, just the oh, meaty part of the leg. Yeah. That's disappointing. Okay. Yeah. Like well, the thigh. Thigh I meat. Would, yeah, thigh. I'd like thigh meat. That would be good. Yeah, I, I would. I would go for frog legs. I'm gonna try it. I'm, I feel like we should try some crazy stuff here on the show and just film it and see what we think of things. <laughs> really fun, man. Yeah. Then you were like, "Well, I, I, I remind me to tell you how how to catch a bullfrog," and I was like, "Oh okay. yeah, yeah." So I'm reminding you because I, I, you still never told yes. the story. So, so here's how you catch a bullfrog, and and I, I never got to tell your cousins, and hopefully I'll, I will get to because it's really interesting. I learned this when I was a kid. My my uncle taught me, and it works. You, you go to a pond that is surrounded by, bull, you know, it has bullfrogs around it. And bullfrogs tend to be kind of nocturnal, but they're, you know, if, if there's enough of them out, they'll, they'll be out during the day too. And you take a fishing pole, a little weight near the end of the hook. You put a piece of red construction paper on it. You hook a piece of red construction huh. paper. Red. Uh, yeah, red, specifically red. Because bullfrogs can't resist the color red. Uh, they they like leap bulls. at it and, and, and eat it. If it's red, they will eat it. I don't know why. Interesting. I'm sure there's a biological reason for that and someone out there yeah. can explain this, but so you just cast your line out by where there's near where there's frogs. And before you know it, one of them will hop over and, and bite down on the hook and then you just reel them in. <laughs> so you can catch bullfrogs very easily. And, and I've, done it my, I've done it personally done it. It actually works. So that's cool. Yeah. Well, thank really you. Weird. You know, if we could figure out a way to find some bullfrogs around here, then we could have quite the feast. You could. A yes. Frog boil. Uh, but you can go uh, in the South, they serve them at restaurants sometimes. So yeah. I just have to find them. I know. I we, we were talking about this when we were playing World of Warcraft the other day, too. For some reason, the guild was very chatty online and they were talking about weird foods. And weird so I brought foods, up yeah. hamburger cheesecake, lard sickles, which everyone's like, why don't you call them bacon sickles? Because it's made with bacon grease. You pour them in an right. ice cube tray, stick the popsicle sticks, freeze them, pull them out. You got a tasty treat. I, I mean, I don't know, bacon, because it's bacon grease, so it would be like grease sickles, or I think lard sickles just sounded funny. It sounds better, yeah. Yeah. It sounds. And then it turned it into, the what were the weirdest foods you've actually ever eaten? <laughs> and uh, then it turned into like uh, fish eyeballs and pig intestines, which I've had, and, and then frog legs and other things. And it turned out most of the people had, had frog legs, and I thought, man, I'm, I'm weird, but... No, pig intestines were good, and, and the fish eyeball just tasted like fish. It was like, it was like a fish-flavored raisin. Because it was cooked. Have it. it was cooked. It's not like I'm, I'm like uh, eating it raw. I'm not going to do that. I don't think I ever intend to visit a country where I'll be in a position to be put again, up against a dare like that. 
where, there, there, where there's any theirs. food, where there's any food that somebody can say, I dare you to eat that. Well, first of all, yeah. I'd just say no, but I wouldn't, I don't know if I ever, I would ever put my consciously put myself into, you know, purposely put myself in a position where I'd have to choose whether I want to take that dare or not. Again, that's so. my fault. No one else did that because I was the one who was, cause my granddad used to be like, Oh yeah, well, cause he worked a lot with Japanese in uh-huh. when he worked for American airlines. And so he would joke, I'd be like, well, what do the Japanese eat? He'd be like fish heads and rice. And he'd joke about that. Well, the truth is, is, well, there is some truth to that, by the way. Of course. but And so then in, when I was in Taiwan, I was like, I wonder if Taiwanese eat fish heads and rice. I kept saying that because I was just curious. And mm-hmm. so then, you know, one day we're in a restaurant. I went to the bathroom, came back, and there was a cooked fish head. I mean, the actual head with the eyeball and everything in it with a plate of rice. And they're like, here you go. And I was like, okay, well, I have to eat this. I mean, I want to. And honestly, the cheek of the fish is really good. And I have since learned that the cheek of the fish is actually some of the best part of fish. It's very tender. It's less huh, fishy. Like the meat, the meat underneath the scale of the Yeah, cheek. yeah. The actual cheek meat is actually some huh. of the better part of the fish that none of us eat. And, and it was fantastic. I was like, wow, this is this is good. And the yeah. eyeball, the consistency was it was bizarre doing it, but it was like honestly it wasn't that bad. Okay. But the rest of the stuff that I'm they sure served it's... there was just, it was, I mean, we didn't know it had pig intestines. It was just really good gingery stew with stuff in it that, you know, was a pig intestine. But I'm All like, right. well, we eat worse with hot dogs. So, <laughs> you know, you just got to think about and it. I, and even knowing, what's in, worse, you know? even knowing what's in hot dogs, I still crave hot dogs. So if you get natural ones, though, they're just beef and they're fine. But it's the the really cheap ones, you know, the 99 cent ones that you're just like, Oof. right probably shouldn't eat those, but yeah, honestly it was, I was never disgusted once by the food, but I also love foreign foods and I love challenges on bizarre foods as long as they're edible and not dangerous to eat. You know, like when they did the snake thing, that was the other thing somebody was bringing up when we were playing wow in the guild was, Oh yeah, the, the snake wine. And I was like, dude, that's the, so I'm sorry, this is going to disgust some people, but they take the snake (laughs) and they string it up by the head. It's live. And they take a knife and just slice it all the way down, you know, and then it's still alive and wiggling as it's dying and the blood is draining out of it into a, a cup. And then they put wine in it and you drink it. And because it's hot, the blood is hot still. Yeah. Well, are they cold blooded? They're cold blooded. Okay. But it's, so it's not hot, hot, but it's, it's fresh. No. So it's not dangerous per se. And then they put no. some kind of a rice wine or something in there. It's not dangerous at all. It's just blood. I mean, it's no, no, I'm saying because it's fresh, it's not dangerous. I know blood after a while can be, but you're supposed to drink it to have like virility and attract the ladies. And I'm not kidding. That's literally what they said. And they were trying to get us to drink it in Taiwan. And I'm watching this and I'm like, I'm I'm traumatized. I'm like, no. (laughs) So I've passed that on to all of you. Thank you for at least it wasn't the, at least it wasn't the venom from the fangs. That would be bad. So that's another thing that they did have some venomous snakes and they were, that was another one where they were literally taking the venom and squeezing it out of the fangs and putting it into something as a challenge as well. And that's, I was like, nope, I'm not to nope. (laughs) They, they, in Australia, they have challenges in pubs where you are supposed to drink something I won't even mention. Yeah. Uh, That's, that's way more, that's way worse. Uh, So Uh, but I do plan on visiting Australia someday. So I would love to go in New Zealand too. Yeah, for sure. It'd be really for sure. I, I'm a, you, you know me, I'm a, I'm a big Australophile. Yeah. And yeah, that's uh, cool. And so anyway, Hey, shout out to Josh Liston. Thanks for, by the way, from Australia. Thank you so much for, for checking it or, you know, checking in with me, I guess is what I was trying to say. Thanks yeah. for checking in. 
Thank you. It's good. To, it's good to hear from you, man. Uh, I wanted to say that a, a bumper sticker was observed recently, and I figured, Captain, you would like this one. Pilates yeah. is easy unless you do it right. <laughs> a Pilates bumper sticker. Yeah, I'm not surprised. They do exist. That, well, but that's that's been your experience, too. Now, I'm curious, yeah. though, while you're getting ripped with Pilates, you're also getting ripped in other areas from what I understand. Is that is that true? Uh, I don't see anything. Is that the other side? Oh, there it is. Okay, for those of you watching right now, I am... Is that three... Oh, that's like three Samuel Jackson eye slash marks, dude. This is not, this is not from my wife. Uh, she did not have a fit of passion or anything like that. Uh, that's too bad. When you were, were you, were you attacked by that cat that attacked, uh, Nick Fury? No, no, not that cat. It's the same slice. While you were chatting it up with the cousins after I logged off Sunday night, I went into my bedroom, picked up my big boy cat, who is a year old uh, this week, by the way. Oh, nice. And uh, and he's like 18 pounds. He's a big cat. He's not fat. He's just a big cat, big bone, big, long, you know, just a big animal, big claws, sharp claws. And I picked him up like I always do. And I put him over my shoulder, you know, and, and, uh, but his sister and him had just been playing and his sister was uh, kind of being a little hyper. And so she bolted out of the room next to us as I was holding him and he, oh, no. it, he's, he, he startles very easily. Yeah. He's, he's kind of a scaredy cat. He's just, any, just any noise startles him. So he gripped me really hard with his claws and I roared with pain. I was like, <laughs> and he gripped me harder cause that scared him. Oh man. Yeah. So he, yeah. So I had this 18 pound cat latched onto me at, at oh, multiple points on my upper body. He finally leaped off of me after like five seconds of that. <laughs> Oh my gosh. And, and I was bleeding on my arm. I, you know, I've got, I've got big grips on the inside of my bicep and, uh, and on my wow. chest there and, and, uh, I was bleeding oh, and, but at no point, everyone at no point did I, did I get mad at my cat or, um, any, or, or, or upset at him for any reason. I just, I, I immediately I forgave him and, you know, that's good. And it's all good now. So, so. I'm but laughing yeah, I, to the point of shredded. crying and you're crying because you were crying in pain. Yeah. Almost at the almost. same time. Wow. I, Dude. My wife, when she heard me roar, she was so scared because she, yeah, she's she like, What's knew going it had on? something to do with the cat. And so she was worried for the cat and me. And oh my gosh. Anyway. Well, I, that's been a lot of my experiences with cats have been basically claws and, and teeth too. <laughs> that's pretty much like, I don't know what it is. About, I, I, I'm just not, um, I think because I, I'm not like a cat in real life yeah. at all. I'm more like a dog oh, yeah. or, you know, other animals and stuff like that. I think there's, there's, there's something they sense. Although I, I mean, I've met nice cats and I've had fine interactions with them and all that, but cats and I just have never communicated like I can do with like chipmunks or elk or squirrels <laughs> or dogs. You're a chipmunk or, whisperer, Brian? Is well, that- I'm, a, I'm a squirrel whisperer. <laughs> um, oh my gosh, dude. I keep having, I need to film this sometime and actually prove it because the conversations yeah. that I have with these squirrels, it's funny. I don't know what they're saying. So now, so now we all know that Brian talks to squirrels. Keep going. I do. I totally do. And and, and look, Miss Light can prove it. Trust me. But yeah, I need to film it because that would be really funny. So there's that. There's the elk conversation. Well, there's no elk conversations, but I can connect with them and moose and all that. Our birds. We did see sadly a rabbit. It was a little baby rabbit yesterday, actually, and it was uh, over near Whole Foods and everything. And so they were they were trying to grab him because he had a pretty decent gash on his right side and it was kind of showing his 
internal organs. Let's just put it that oh my way. Gosh. And clearly he was like scared to death and in pain and uh, could have been a she, sorry. The rabbits. I don't know. Whatever. So yeah, it may, and, and you never know. Might identify check. I don't know. He and be a she, who knows? It, it might be a, a, a gender Her, neutral. Hermaphrodite. Yeah. I don't know. So anyway, they, they grabbed the rabbit by the scruff of the neck and put it in a bag and then they were going to try to get it. The, unfortunately, the nearest wildlife refuge or rescue or whatever you want to call it will, is about an hour away from here. So you can take it know. to the CSU vet clinic just a few blocks away and they'll well, take care of it. Well, that's what I was thinking is that there had to have been some local people that would at least consider doing something until they could get it to it. So right. hopefully it was taken care of. I mean, rabbits are rabbits or whatever, but I just thought, well, you know, that's a, a nice gesture. So yeah, it was yeah. anyway. But all right. You know what we didn't get to do last week was an origin. So I, know, I, I feel dude. like it's time for one this week. And I know the Wraith has been waiting and be like, dude, where's my origin? So please <laughs> deliver it. Well, Funny you mentioned the Wraith because this origin came from his list, his prodigious list that I keep mentioning. So this week's origin is the proof is in the pudding. So thank you, Mark uh, the Wraith, for that. I appreciate that, uh, too. I also want to mention that Mark the Wraith had uh, the origin like gangbusters on his list, but I had thought of it separately, and so I failed to credit him for that one. Uh, I noticed I noticed belatedly that it was on his list. I was like, oh, shoot, I didn't give him credit. So anyway... Proof is on the pudding. I I got this definition from the MiriamWebster.com. So, Brian, have you ever stopped mid-pudding to wonder how it might have some proof in it, as suggested by the expression, this proof is in the pudding? As in, like, alcohol proof or as in proof of that it's real pudding? That Any of the above. The world is not round and flat? <laughs> well, I mean, the, the yeah. world is flat, not round. That's what I was. Is that what you're kind of talking about? It is an odd question. Okay. Can a pudding eater find some sort of evidence in his or her serving of pudding that testifies to the character of something else other than the pudding? Oh. And what exactly is this pudding? Okay. So okay. I have no there's idea. There's a word. Yeah. There, there's a word to explain the oddity of the expression, the proof is in the pudding. Idiom, which refers to an expression in which the meanings of its individual words considered together make no le- lexical sense, but to native speakers make perfect sense. Oddly, because of frequent misinterpretation or mishearing of the expression leading to, the, to its acceptance, in this case, the expression, the proof is in the pudding, as well as the proof in the pudding, and the proof of the pudding is a version of the proverbial, quote, the proof of the pudding is in the eating or tasting, unquote, all of which have become established in the language through frequent servings. Haha. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Generally, so, so hold on. You're saying that that basically... In, okay, I, I guess I'm trying to understand this. So the proof of yeah. the, like, kind of like, how good is the pudding? Well, the proof of that is through eating and tasting it. Is that is that kind of yes. what it's, okay, okay, yes. keep going, keep going. Yep. So generally, the expressions are used uh, to say that the real worth, success, or effectiveness of something can only be determined by putting it to the test by trying or using it, right? Appearances and promises aside, just as the best test of a pudding is to eat it. So like you said, the saying, the proof of the pudding is in the eating is first recorded in English in the early 17th century, wow. but it is likely much older. Phrases, in the no, uh, phrases for the notion that to taste something in, is to test it go back to at least the 14th century. But back then, nobody, no one was uh, talking about that kind of sweet, creamy pudding confections we now mm. get mostly from box mixes or pull-top snack containers. Yeah. Puddings... This is fun. Puddings were gutsy, literally. Yeah. They were essentially sausages, usually mixtures of minced meat, cereal, spices, and often blood. 
like blood pudding, haggis and blood stuffed, pudding and mm. yeah, stuffed into intestines or stomachs and boiled or steamed. Who thought of that? In the Middle Ages, they could be very good or very bad or possibly fatal if the meat used was contaminated. But to find out, you had to put it to the proof. Who thought Such- of that, Captain? Foreigners, because definitely we didn't here in America. That's right. We 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 stole everything from foreigners. <laughs> exactly. And, yeah. So <laughs> such medieval puddings were held in high esteem. The eminent 18th century literary figure Samuel Johnson, not Samuel L. Jackson, saw fit to commend his friend, the poet and translator Elizabeth Carter. Elizabeth Carter. Hey, isn't that a character? Um, thus, quote, she could make a pudding as well as translate Epictetus from Greek, unquote. Add to that the concealed nature of pudding ingredients, whether in a blood pudding, a.k.a. blood sausage, or one of the traditional sweet puddings full of dried fruit and nuts and enclosed in a dumpling crust, and the logic behind the original expression becomes less mysterious. So there you go. I I thought the most interesting thing about this origin was what puddings used to be considered. That the, The whole term pudding has completely changed in the last few hundred years. Man, we've gotten so, pretty soft, haven't we? Going from like blood pudding to chocolate pudding. I'd say yeah. we've gone, we've we're gotten pretty privileged, man. to be honest. Yeah. Okay, speaking of pudding, I'm curious though, have you ever heard of or seen the Great British Baking Show, Captain? Have you have you heard of it? Have you seen it at all? I have heard of it. I have okay. not seen it, but I've heard of it. Uh, it's a, isn't it fairly, it's, it's very established, isn't it? Like from what decades. I understand, yeah, I think it's been around for quite a while. I mean, there's like the yeah. great the greatest baking show, but then there's the British side of things, and like there's an American and a British different. So right. it's been recommended that we watch this show, and uh, just because you know we're yeah. both Sarah, Sarah and I are both foodies and stuff like that, so it's kind of like yeah. well, why not? Let's have some fun. Uh, yeah. And then you mentioned pudding and stuff, and I know they do a lot of baking and stuff, and they probably avoid uh, involve pudding. I'm not entirely sure yet, but I was like, well, we should get into this because maybe it'll be kind of fun. I guess the Americans are really really mean to each other. And the British are like super like, oh, you know, it's all right. It's, you know, we're, we're, it's all right. we're friends, you know. So I guess they're like really sweet to each other. And the Americans are like ready to kill each other. Like, oh, I'm going to kill you. So it's like, oh, well, I'd wow. rather watch the British Wait. side then because I, I like nicer people. <laughs> I agree. Does it stream on Netflix? Because I yes. feel like I saw it there. Okay, good. That, that's yeah, where I, I found it anyway. Good. So I, I, we okay. haven't watched it yet, but I, I am curious to check it out just to see what it's even about. Because I'm, I, and I, it's not season one, like whatever we're, we have on Netflix is some other season. Got I don't it. know. You know, speaking of that really quickly, I checked out at, again, someone else's recommendation, the TV show Alone, which is also on Netflix. And I think it's season eight because I didn't know. I'm not a big reality show person. The two reality shows that I love are Shark Tank and The Prophet. And they're both business based because right. with Shark Tank, these are actual real investments that are happening. Right. Whether yeah, they filmed it or not, different. there would still they would still take place, you know. Yeah. Where and and same with the profit. The profit's actually going around to actual businesses and legitimately helping uh, this guy. You know, uh, my gosh, my my camera lighting is pulsing. I'm so sorry for those of you watching <laughs> video right now. I don't know what to do about. It. I'm going to fix it. But anyway, the point is, is that um, he goes around and and he talks to various people, you know, to help them save their businesses and make them profitable. I.e., the profit. Mm-hmm. You know, fit. So. I like those because they're real things. There is that reality show drama that takes place. And of course with the editing and stuff, but a lot of the reality shows just feel so fake to me. Kind of like, well, they we're going to throw people on an they Island are. and, and even though it's real, it's not no. real. If you know what I mean. <laughs> and that's the thing no. that drives me crazy. So that's why I don't watch most of these. Cause they, so uh, our Wait, friend, hang on. That, that doesn't mean they're not entertaining. 
that just you just have to watch them with a giant block of salt on your salt. Well, but you know. to me, they're not entertaining, is what I'm trying to say, and that's why I don't well, watch them. So, but to some people, fair. people that's love fair. them. Like, so everybody's sure. raving on about you know this this TV show alone, and like, oh my gosh, you know we binged it; it was so exciting. Well, part of this, I was a little jaded. So our our friend up too late, and uh, and I actually we, we've been doing this thing where with Plex you can do a watch together. So if you both have a Plex right. account, you can watch someone else's me. You know, it's like, hey, I've got the movie. I'm coming over to your house and we're going to watch it. They instituted right. this during COVID, which was really cool. Even yeah. though we're online, it's a legal thing. It's really cool. I'm sorry. It's a legal thing, not it's illegal. Right. <laughs> Just wanted to clarify. It's a legal thing. It's a legal yes. thing. Yeah. So it was really cool because he had this movie that uh, it's a documentary. It was made probably in the 80s or 90s, but it was filmed back in the 60s, the early 60s. And it's called Alone in the Wilderness. Yeah. And so I was like, I've never heard of this. He goes, oh, trust me. It's, it's so much better than threads. I know you like threads, but he was, you know, he's <laughs> laughing about it. And, Thread bashers. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> so, and that was, hey, well, let's do it. I, I said, I'll watch it. It's an hour long, you know, and it was really cool. And it was this wonderful story about a guy who said, I'm going to go live in the Alaskan wilderness for almost a year mm. and see if I can survive off the land. He went out apparently the year before and prepped some of the land and he brought, he, you know, he could bring some stuff with him and he could have a guy um, fly in certain supplies in a float plane periodically. But other than that, he had to survive off whatever the land gave him. Huh. And so he would hunt. And granted, this guy was in World War II. He was in the military. He was a master carpenter. So he had a lot of skills to do right. things. And so, you know, the cabin that he built was, was glorious. Just watching him build this cabin because he's a master carpenter. And you're just like, oh my gosh, I would, wow. I would die in the wilderness. So then he's all these other survival skills that he learned in the military and stuff like that. So it was a fascinating documentary. It was an hour long. It was produced by a guy in, in Colorado, actually. Okay. And so I just thought, this is kind of cool. And I really liked it because it was a real story of him taking this camera from the 1960s as he literally lived alone. No one around. He didn't have help. If he called somebody, he'd be dead before they got to him, you know. It was yeah, one of those, phones, and he couldn't so. even call anybody back <laughs> then. So, call anybody. Yeah, it was kind of like the guy that came on the float plane showed up at regular intervals, and so if he had died or something, the guy showed up, oh well. Or if a bear and got him. And that guy, the pilot of the float plane, I guarantee knew that there was a decent chance that the next time he came by, the guy might be gone. So. Yeah. So not only did he survive those approximately 10 months, but he chose to continue to live out there for 35 additional years until he was 82 years old. Wow. And then really? finally said, okay, I'm Holy. getting a little too old to shovel snow all the time through the winters because he was shoveling wow. feet and feet of snow every day to kind of, you know, keep oh a path. Oh my gosh. 82. That's amazing. That's yeah. amazing. So, I mean, what a story, by the way. So That's a superhero story. Yeah, I'm sorry. it's, it's incredible. A, yeah. And so I, I was a little bit jaded because I had just watched that. And then moved over to watching this, you know, reality show called Alone. And I was like, okay, uh. no. <laughs> I mean, no, this was, it was boring. It was, to me, I was just like, eh. So for those of you who like that, that reality show Alone, I'm sorry. I'm not trying to, I, I was just like, eh, I didn't get into it. But if you want but to check out Alone use, in the Wilderness, that was fantastic. Yeah, you can use Alone. If you like Alone, you can use that as a gateway show yeah. to watch Alone in the Wilderness. Yeah, apparently there's a part two, which I haven't seen, obviously, but. That was really neat. Okay. So, yeah. All right. Awesome. Well, uh, I normally would have new music for you. I'm going to save that for next week, but we got to head out, man. This was, this was fun as always. I hope, I hope this was, I sorry, dude, time flies. Wow. And we're having a good time. So, amazing. It's like when I'm at Pilates time, just that 45 minutes, it's like it does. done in an instant. 
Well, I hope this was massively uh, fun and encouraging and uplifting and positive and a great way to end your week, right? Because I had fun. Did you have fun, Captain? I always have fun, dude. Deep Thoughts with Captain Influence. Wouldn't it be great if Pepper Potts and Iron Man had kids who were anemic and allergic to peppers? No, that'd be awful, but very interesting. Well, you know what the music means. Um, it's time to go. Um, oh it's yes, to get yeah. out of here. Yeah, my yeah, my yeah. pulsing light is is like affecting me. I feel like I should put a photosensitive warning at the beginning of the video for those who are. I don't really know. Uh, hey, it's not doing it on my end, so it's, it's all good. It's, it's freaking me out, man. I don't know what's going on. But thank you for joining us. Don't forget to subscribe. Check out the show notes. Have a great week. Go Brian Soap. Sign Brian off. show is a production of 514 Media at 514mediaempire.com.